The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our, of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was the first Sunday after the Epiphany and, and the baptism of our Lord Sunday. We're looking at Isaiah chapter 42, verse 1 today, where God the Father said, Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will bring justice to the nations. My dear friends in Christ, when God the Father first spoke these words well, to the prophet Isaiah and then also to the people of Israel, especially thinking about, well, the southern tribe of Judah. When he first spoke to those people, what was the case is that the Assyrian armies had just recently defeated and so scattered the northern kingdom of Israel, and that was done because of well, the idolatry and the rebellion of those people against God. Well, the northern tribes, the lost tribes, because of the Assyrians coming in and destroying and, and scattering them. But now, what also is the case, tragically, is that the Lord had to tell Isaiah that the similar fate was going to fall upon the southern tribes of Judah as well. And that was also because of their idolatry and because of their rebellion against God. And, and furthermore, what the people weren't doing is they weren't loving their neighbor as they loved themselves, as they were supposed to according to God's second great commandment. They were taking advantage of one another, cheating and hurting one another not loving their neighbor as they loved themselves, as I said, and, and the whole nation was just morally bankrupt, tragically, we'd have to say. But the people, instead of loving their neighbor as they loved themselves, they were just thinking about, selfishly thinking about me, myself, and I. And actually, when you think about it, that means that the southern kingdom of Judah, it's a lot like our nation today. Probably selfishness is one of the biggest problems that afflicts our people. I always want what I want is what so many people say, what you and I are tempted to say as well. Today's materialism is just eating up our world, we could say. And now what probably is never going to be the case is you and I probably never bow down to an idol of wood and stone. But yet, the fact is, is that there are idols that we have to watch out for. And materialism, maybe what that does is makes us almost bow down to our paychecks or our TVs or our cell phones or, or other possessions. That's what we need to watch out for. But now, the people of Judah, they had this captivity that was coming on up. But what the Lord said he was going to do is he was going to deliver them from that captivity. They would return to the promised land. And, and fortunately, 
What God also would do is keep his most gracious promise of sending the Savior, of sending the Savior, of sending the servant of the Lord who was chosen by God to be our Savior in our way to eternal salvation. In our reading, in the first of four servant songs as they are described, what God the Father does is he praises the Savior and talks about the Savior's work. Our Lord said, Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him and he will bring justice to the nations. He's talking about Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus, the servant of the Lord, who was chosen by God. And now, already before the creation of the world, what God wants us to realize is that he knew that Adam and Eve would sin and rebel against God by eating the fruit from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And, and nevertheless, even before the creation of the world, what God did is God devised a plan for our salvation he chose the Son to be our Savior and our way to eternal salvation. And in this past Sunday's Gospel reading, these words find their fulfillment. When Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit descended on him in the form of a dove, and that was his anointing or being installed into his office as the promised Savior, as our great prophet, priest, and king. Then God the Father said to his son, You are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. The father was delighted in the work that the son was doing as he began his work throughout his ministry because he was doing what we could never do for ourselves, paying for our sins, being holy and perfect so that well, we could have the forgiveness of sins and have his holiness given to us. Well, G Jesus was fulfilling God's plans to save us from our sins. And now he was doing everything as he was supposed to. He was tempted in every way like we are, but even much more severely, of course. But he didn't even have the faintest inclination towards sin at all. And not only did Jesus completely and absolutely avoid sin, but what he also did is he brought, it says, justice to the nations. He carried our sins and the sins of the world to the cross and there endured the hell that you and I rightfully would deserve because of our sins. And he did that so that God's sense of justice would be appeased, so that our sins would be paid for, so that through faith in Christ, we would have access to eternal life. Well, Jesus, the servant of the Lord chosen by God, Aren't you amazed at how God chose Jesus? The Father, he knew our sinfulness before he created us. He knew the trouble we'd cause him, and yet he still created us. And, 
and before and as he was creating us, we can just see the Father saying to God the Son, you're going to have to suffer enough hell for these people because you've been chosen to be the Savior, but you're going to have to pay enough hell and suffering to pay for the sins of all of these people so that they can be with us forever in heaven. If you were God the Father, would you have chosen your son to suffer and die for sinful human beings? I don't think so. I don't think so. We selfishly think about ourselves instead of thinking about others like we could or should. But what an amazing love God the Father and the Son and of course also the Holy Spirit have for us. Jesus, the servant of the Lord, was chosen by God to be our Savior and to be our way to eternal life. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for choosing your Son to be our Savior and our way to heaven. We have sinned. We deserve your wrath and punishment, but instead, you give us your Son. Thank you for your amazing grace and love. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us always.